Hi guys, my name is Francesca and welcome back to the Normalize the Conversation series. And today I'm here with Sue Nina and she's a health psychologist. And I'm just so excited to have you join me. I absolutely love your Instagram page. You share some amazing content. It's so positive. It's so helpful, insightful. I just think you're absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Francesca. I'm so happy to be here. And yeah, let's get started. And I love what you're doing as well. Honestly, thank you. It's amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. So tell me a little bit about yourself and why you decided to start your page. Uh, well, uh, it was the year 2020, the year of the <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> when I saw up close and personal how uh, everyone was being affected uh, by uh, the pandemic. Uh, my family, myself included, and uh, the uncertainty and, uh, you know, the depressing news and everything about it, uh, you know, was one of the reasons. And the other reason was uh, no one was really talking about the elephant in the room. You know, everyone, my friends included, we were talking about how the economy was plummeting and, uh, you know, how we were financially affected by it. And all sorts of things, but no one was really talking about, you know, our mental health. You know, all yeah. of us were definitely going through trying times. So, you know, no one was addressing that. And after a bit, people started talking about it. Yeah. And then I realized that uh, a lot of information was distorted yeah. and uh, a lot of misinformation was online. And, uh, and finally, I had some time on my hands. I was working from home. Well, not really working, but I was at home. And uh, I thought, you know, now is maybe the time to do something that I always wanted to do, which was to normalize the conversation around mental health. So that's how the whole page thing started. Well, I love that. And you're on the perfect series because this is normalize the conversation. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows we need a lot more to be done on this. Yes, yes. We do. We need yeah. to be opening these conversations. And I love what you said about it being distorted because there's so much incorrect information out there. And for yeah. someone who's really just discovering what mental health is and mental wellness mm -hmm. versus mental illness and trying to figure out where they are, where they lie on that spectrum and what exactly. coping mechanisms may help them the wrong information can be so, so hurtful. Yeah, and it that's can right. I was just reading uh, the other day, uh, I think this was uh, in the US, wherein they found that 90% of 19 to 22-year-olds who showed uh, you know, symptoms of depression, they were getting their uh, information uh, from blogs, from posts, from social media. So it's really important or important that the information out there is real and right. uh, true you know so yeah you're right completely agree yes and yeah. like for example I'm a mental health advocate but I'm not a licensed professional and I spend mm -hmm. hours researching before I put anything out there because you can't put the wrong information out there and there's a lot of advocates out there who want to help but sometimes they don't do the research, they don't look into it, and they just share something that's incorrect. And they tend to be that's influencers right. sometimes, and that information goes out to millions of people. 
and it causes a lot of problems and we don't really talk about that there was this trend on tiktok do you know what tiktok is I'm like, I'm not very <laughs> no. familiar with it. I don't have a TikTok. I am not. Honestly, this whole thing is new to me. Instagram, I, my personal account had hardly, I think, 10 followers, you know, when I first started out. So I'm very new to this and I'm still learning. But I, I'm guessing, t- I think TikTok is a big thing now and yeah. really influences the youngsters there, right? It does. Everywhere, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I don't have a TikTok, so I haven't seen too much of it. But somebody was telling Mm -hmm. me about the this trend where people were telling them how to lose weight in 10 days or how to eat only 1200 calories a day. And it's Mm -hmm. like misinformation like that and telling people that it's healthy to only eat 1200 calories a day, that you can lose 10 pounds in 10 days. It's so dangerous. And that's something that really blew up over the pandemic. And I think we're starting to see the impacts of that now. Yes, that's right. And even when it comes to mental health, you know, uh, you have so much superficial information out there, you know, it's uh, about, you know, well, self-care tips, which are lovely. And I guess a bubble bath does help. But then, you know, uh, something a little more than that, uh, maybe, you know, uh, so these are the kind of uh, Instagram posts uh, that would really help youngsters or help anybody, you know, wherein uh, you just want to know more, and you want the real thing. And you just don't want fluff, you know, and get that superficial information so you're right there are a lot of uh, trends out there and uh, you know sadly uh, you know at least things like weight loss uh, you could maybe uh, you know talk about it with your friends and uh, you know and then someone tells you that you know it doesn't work but things like mental health wherein there is a stigma attached to it you don't really discuss it with people around you and uh, when you don't get a chance to talk about it you sort of believe what you hear or what you read so it gets all the more uh you know uh, difficult when it comes to topics sensitive topics like mental health you're right it really does and with that stigma we've created around mental health there's certain words that we've associated with mental health and mental illness Mm -hmm. like um maniac lunatic oh yes psycho oh yeah yeah. when someone may have some depressive episodes instead Mm -hmm. of reaching out for help a lot of times they're scared because they don't want to get diagnosed with depression because they don't want to have a mental illness and that creates a lot of problems with people because they can't get the help that they need and that's leading to an increase in our suicide rate and we're really seeing that now with the pandemic because people are afraid to reach out for help Getting help is very difficult because getting a therapist appointment has been very, very difficult for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. The wait has been very extended. Mm -hmm. And a lot of tips on social media, like you said, self-care, a bubble bath. I was having this conversation with the founder Mm -hmm. of the More Than Mental Project, Ramiz Heron, and he was like, you know, retail therapy, great therapy for five (laughs) minutes, but that's not self-care. That's not a coping mechanism. That is delaying feeling the pain it's a distraction and people don't realize the the distinction you're right uh at least the problem with uh, i think where you're from is that you have a long wait list to meet someone 
uh, where I'm coming from, we don't even have that, uh, you know, uh, wow. opportunity to go and meet a therapist. I'm talking about a lay person. I am from a country which is still, uh, you know, developing uh, in every way. And, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, you, we are not able to even get basic things like food on the plate. And so wow. mental health keep, comes way, way down the ladder, you know, so yeah. it doesn't, people are not even talking about it all that much. And uh, it's not that uh, we don't even have the numbers. We don't have the statistics around it. It's almost wow. virtually non-existent. Uh, and it's not because we don't have mental illness. It's just that, uh, you know, uh, no one's really uh, talking about it. And uh, yeah. so our problems are very different. You know, it's, uh, it's about uh, getting, giving basic access to someone to meet uh, a therapist, you know, or yeah. even letting them know that you could actually meet someone, you know, you don't have yeah. to suffer alone. Uh, and like you were saying, uh, a label, my, <laughs> in my part of the world, uh, a label is for life almost. I, things are improving, yeah. no doubt, uh, you know, where the India where I studied uh, about 20 years ago is very different from the India now and things are definitely changing but I, st I know that labeling exists and once you have a label you know it's almost like a social death you know uh, with yeah. people sort of never being able to get out of that uh, you know so yeah. yeah you're right it's 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 completely different situation in many parts of the world it and is. the idea has to be to push these people to seek help because it's sad you know yes. there are people uh, there are professionals there who can help uh, it's almost like yeah. uh, you know there is vaccine available down the road for covid and you don't get it, <laughs> you know, it's that crazy. I mean, you know, you would yeah. definitely go and get that. But, uh, or, you know, when you don't want to meet someone just because of what other people would think or it's what other difficult. people would say. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, the fact that even practical things like uh, maybe uh, not getting a job. Uh, or not being able to get married, you know, so many yeah. things come into play uh, when you sort of reach out to seek help. But things are changing. Definitely things are changing. And it's yeah. all for the good. But a lot more needs to be done for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's sad, <laughs> but true. Yeah, it is. And there is that stigma. There is those labels. And I remember when I first started talking about my mental health and my mental illness with depression, anxiety, eating disorders. And I said I was in a mental hospital for a week. I can't tell you how many people reached out to me and were like, take that down. Do not tell people that you're never going to get a job. You're not going to get into any more master's programs. No one's going to want to marry you. Like, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? And I was like, I'm saying it because of your response. Because yeah, yeah. people like, respond like that, because it's not normal to have a mental health disorder, but it is normal. One in five people have a mental illness. Exactly. It's not something new. Exactly. It's not something crazy. It's not something different. It's something 
And almost every person in their lifetime is going to have a depressive episode, an anxiety episode. It's not something that nobody goes through. It's something we all go through. And yet we're scared to talk about it. Exactly. Treat it like any other illness. Treat it like you would treat a physical illness, you know. Uh, Talk about it like cancer. Talk about it like arthritis or anything else, you know. Uh, I, I think we should equate a mental illness uh, or comp- bring it up to that level of uh, being equated with a physical illness and I agree. Uh, you know remove that uh, stigma attached to getting help and you know demystifying it I think the biggest it also falls on us the practitioners uh, you know there's nothing mystical about it. We should be the ones uh, telling people what happens behind those closed doors. You know, once you are in, uh, when you are with a therapist, uh, there, uh, there's so much mystery around it. People don't know. And if you don't know, you fear the unknown. Uh, You, if you don't understand, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, going to be uh, really difficult for people to uh, understand what's truly happening behind the closed door. So it's up to us to uh, talk about it, to spread awareness, to educate yes. people, you know, exactly. and yeah, and uh, if we don't do it, <laughs> who else, you know, it, it, it's yeah. really up to us. It's up to, and I'm so glad young people like you, Francesca, <laughs> you're doing an amazing, brilliant job. Uh, you know, talking about it and, you know, being empowered and empowering other people to talk about uh, all that. So I'm great. There's hope <laughs> because there are there people like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really happy. Because yeah. people like us who want to normalize the conversation and help people see that they're not alone. It's so important to know that you're not alone. You're not the first person to go through this. You're not the last person to go through this. And there's so many people out there who've gone through it, who are willing to help you and support you in any way they can. Yes. I always tell people, I'm like, you can reach out to me in my DMs. I was like, I may not be able to tell you exactly what's going to help you, but I can give you a list of coping mechanisms that I've used and suggest that you reach out to a crisis center or um, try to make an appointment at therapy. But yeah, you, you could point them in the right direction at least, can't you? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm a little wary of Insta therapy or you know what. Instagram is that. not therapy. People exactly. need to realize that it doesn't replace exactly. therapy. Exactly, and what we can, the least we can do is things like this, where we have conversations, where uh, you know, we uh, we put out. Uh, facts, uh, evidence-based research out there for people to read. I want to see sources when people post sources. Where are you getting your information from? What qualifies you to put this information out there? Don't guess. It's so important to not just guess. Very true. And, uh, you know, just get get people to be curious about reading more about mental health and pointing them towards the right direction I think all that in a way generally definitely uh, normalizes the conversation uh, around mental health yes yeah and that's why I love conversations like these because when I post it a lot of times people reach out to me they're like thank you for sharing that because I felt like I was alone or I didn't realize that other people go through that or 
I never looked at it that way. It's so amazing when we have these conversations and we're continuously having them and people start watching and engaging and wanting to be part of the conversation. Oh, yes. I I love it when people engage uh, on Instagram. It's not just about the likes or, you know, good job. I mean, that's amazing. I just love (laughs) that bit. But, you know, when you go a little more than that, or even if not, uh, even if I don't see it, I hope people who read our posts in general, uh, you know, find it, uh, you know, uh, learn from it or, you know, understand a little better. So, yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing that. Yes. <laughs> and if just one person like reads one of our posts and it helps them in some way, I think that's oh, the most yes. rewarding thing in the world just to know that you got totally. to impact someone. Totally. And it sometimes it, the funny thing is it's not even people don't know. Like once I started the page, I had so many acquaintances, uh, family members, uh, you know, people who I would never otherwise speak about a topic like mental health, uh, reach out, you know, and uh, it, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad uh, we have this platform to talk about uh sensitive topics like this and uh, and the very fact that I am an Indian sitting in Oman I I currently live uh, in a country in the Middle East called Oman and I'm talking to you and you're in Chicago right I'm in Florida Florida oh sorry (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh, the very fact that we can talk about something like this uh, and we're meeting for the first time you know online so that's amazing in itself It is amazing. And it's amazing to talk to people around the world and see where other countries are when it comes to mental health, because in the United States, something I always say is we tend to be very focused on ourselves and we tend to think, oh my God, we're in such a terrible place when it comes to mental health. We are in a terrible place, but we are in the best position compared to many countries. We are in not, if we're not the best, we're in one of the best. And a lot of times we don't, realize that other countries out there don't have the same access to resources oh yes help where there's even more of a stigma where they're 10 to 20 years behind where we are when it comes to having these conversations on mental health and by us engaging in these conversations and opening Mm -hmm. up discussions and learning more about where other countries are and what we can do to help it makes such a difference oh yes it truly does i mean uh, uh just the fact that there is uh, social media, I think, has improved it for a lot of countries. I mean, uh, there are youngsters back home who have access to, uh, you know, uh, information, and they are definitely much more self-aware than how uh, when I was younger back home because internet was then not a big thing. So definitely, there's much more access, but. Uh, the problem remains the same there's still stigma <laughs> and uh, we definitely need to uh, do something about that and the only thing is to talk about it normalize the conversation and uh, you know educate people uh, and spread awareness i mean just yeah. that that's what we can do to i guess uh, you know reduce the stigma yes I agree. And you're right. Social media connects us to the whole world. We are all connected at the press of a button. So when we put information out there, it has to be the right information because in a lot of places, people Mm -hmm. are really relying on social media and 
the information we put out there to help them and guide them in so many ways. Exactly. Any kind of media, honestly, any kind of media, the way mental health is represented, even in movies, you know, or in any sort of, uh, you know, in any way possible. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I was reading about the movie. uh, I think it was in 2019, The Joker. Yeah. Uh, I did you watch that? I, I haven't, uh, but uh, apparently I, I was just reading. There's a lot of talk about how mental illness. I think the main character uh, has a mental illness, and how he's portrayed as being really violent, and how that sort of you know it just uh, makes the stigma even stronger. I agree. You know, so it's things like these, which uh, what we can do is uh, speak up uh, about these things, uh, you know, bring it to others awareness that it's going on, it's happening. It's not true, uh, you know, and talk to people who had uh, a mental illness, who are, who are, uh, who have survived it, who are working through it. So yes. that, you know, we have these real people tell you that, you know, it, it's, I'm okay, I'm fine, I, I am able to manage things. So uh, I think uh, the whole idea should be demystifying it, you know, there's talk about it, uh, you know, and exactly. be open. Uh, and I guess people will understand much better when that happens. Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) back to the Joker real quick. One of my biggest problems with that movie, and I thought he did a fantabulous job playing the Joker and they did a really great job with the movie. But Mm -hmm. my biggest problem with it was afterwards, how many people responded to it by saying, oh, it makes sense why he was violent now. Oh, he now makes sense to me because he had a mental illness. I'm like, no, that's not the lesson that you should get out of this. Exactly, that's not the takeaway. Definitely, no, not at all. Yeah, 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 it's... Uh, I, I, in India recently, we had a young actor who passed away. Uh, he had, uh, you know, he had depression and I think he took his life. And, uh, you know, when I read that, uh, obviously I was really upset because he was so young, but the media, uh, surround the, uh, you know, sort of, information surrounding that whole event uh it was absolutely chaotic the information they gave away it was misinformation and uh, you know you know initially i thought oh this is going to get people to talk more about what we need to talk about but instead it became a circus uh, wherein uh, you know the media was getting voyeuristic and uh, you know uh, people were having their own opinions and they are not even mental health practitioners talking about it in fact it made the stigma uh, even worse you know and this is a recent event uh, and all thanks to the misrepresentations by the media so uh, you know it's we have to be really careful how we view uh, mental mm-hmm. illness view it like anything else uh, view it like exactly. uh, you know a physical illness yes One thing I like to say is, you know, when you start struggling to see a little bit, you go to the eye doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, you get a prescription for glasses, you wear the glasses, Mm -hmm. and no one judges you for it. If you go to um, a psychiatrist, and you need medication, you need a prescription, everyone judges you for it. There's that stigma, that fear around it. 
when your teeth are crooked and you need braces. That's exactly. Go and get some support that helps you feel That's most right. comfortable and helps you be the yeah. best version of yourself or however you want to call it. But when you go to therapy, it's the same thing. You need some support. It's a form exactly. of support. And uh, we know, have so much stigma around and so much judgment. That's right. Uh, I remember even choosing psychology uh, for my bachelor's uh, in science. Just the fact that I had chosen psychology to do psychology, that in itself had so much stigma around it, you know. Yeah. So, oh God, what all were we called? The word you use, psychos. We were known as psychos because we chose to study psychology, you know. Uh, and the questions, the questions that people ask, like, you know, uh, can you read my mind right now? What am I thinking? You know, yeah. all these are just, I mean, you can't really blame people because it comes out of a place of uh, not knowing. Exactly. Uh, you know, so uh, there is a lot of that which we need to work on, uh, you know, obviously put the information, the right information out there so that people stop asking these questions, you know, right. it went on and on. <laughs> I, I'm sure I, I, uh, that's how it is. In, I, I don't know how bad it is there, but when you chose to do uh, your master's in psychology, did you have? Uh, I'm applying to it now. And yeah. I do have a lot of comments like, are you sure really that's what you want to do? Do you really yeah. want to do like crazy people all day and listen to people's stories? I'm like, no one's yeah. crazy. We exactly. how to have struggles. Yeah. We all have grief we're all going to go yeah, through a point yeah. in our life where we're going to lose somebody close to us exactly that's part of life we're mm -hmm. all going to suffer some kind of trauma it might not that's be a massive trauma but there is some kind of traumatic event that's going to change us and shape us that's right and, yeah yeah we all and the thing is it's not just the social stigma uh you know when it comes to self-stigma when you know the beliefs about uh, you know, the societal beliefs start affecting you and influencing you, you know, that is even worse. And you start believing these negative attitudes about yourself. And you think you're, it's not worth seeking help. You know, you're not worth it. You know, you sort of have all these uh, feelings of low self-esteem when it comes from within. So there's not just the social bit uh, when it comes from within you. And that's, really the sad part when you have the self-stigma that makes it even worse so yeah we need to be aware of all sorts of things like that yeah we do and I am so so happy that the stigma around studying psychology did not interfere with your goal to do it because you are such a blessing to the mental health community oh like, thank you such a positive source of light that oh, helps so many people every day with your posts and your content. And you're always so supportive. You're always on my page commenting and just. Yeah. I try to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with the small community I've found on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I, I, and I feel like unlike other topics, uh, mental health, I think everyone's supporting each other. We are there for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, it's not to compare what the person is wearing or the makeup or how they look it's yeah. very very uh, the the community is much more supportive I at least that's my opinion and I, I love being on it and thank you I'm glad it, it got me to meet people like you and others and 
I hope I can stick to it for some more time. Yeah. Stick I to hope it. so too, because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. so incredible. And I do love the mental health community because nobody's like, I need to put out the best content. Everyone's like, I need to put out content. If somebody else has amazing content, I'm going to share and encourage others to follow them and help them because it's all about helping and educating and being a support team. Nobody's in competition against each other. And it's absolutely amazing. And it's unlike anything else. Exactly. And, and all the best to your mom. I hope you, you know, choose to do your master's in psychology and you would be an asset. You are already an asset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope you continue your work and Thank talk you. about uh, mental health and destigmatize it. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully mm-hmm. I get accepted into a program. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope so too. Do let me know uh, if you do or if you I don't. Whatever. Yeah, be in touch. <laughs> yeah. I will. Thank you so much for joining me today. You are You're welcome. Incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so happy to meet you, Francesca, and all the best and sending you love and sending you love hope as we well. do this again someday. Yeah.